Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. And I truly believe if we don't understand wisdom in our life, man, we're going to find wisdom in other things that are not going to be beneficial for our life. And God gives us a book in the Bible called the book of Proverbs, and it really just directs us into wisdom in our life. And as we move into March, into March Madness, I don't know about you, but it seems madness already in 2021. But it, and, and we move forward in that, you know, we want to plan and know what wisdom is in our life so we can really, truly live out this, these things in our life. And, and the definition of wisdom is the ability to discern inner qualities or relationships. It's a good sense. It's a general acceptance of belief. Albert Einstein said it like this, a fool can know, but the point is to understand. A fool can know, but it's the point of all, all of it all is to understand. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. A fool despises wisdom and instruction. See, if we don't have wisdom and instruction in our life, we're only going to go by our opinions and we're going to go by our feelings. But God gives us this book in Proverbs to show through the, the through um, Solomon um, what wisdom is. Proverbs accomplish something that any other biblical book doesn't. It, it simply com- uh, it, it, it combines numerous short instructions for the living of an effective life on this earth. See, while other books in the Bible have profound theological truths or these uh, these narratives of triumph over failure, a prophetic teaching of obedience of people, Proverbs concerns itself with instructing people in the path of wisdom. See, the writer of the book recognizes these, these circumstances in our life and how we need these practical implications in our life to move into our life full with wisdom. The writer of Proverbs, which is Solomon, hopes that the reader in Proverbs um, obtains practical righteousness through these Proverbs so they can live and understand the authority of God in their life. See, we have to understand the authority of God in our life. Wisdom is important in our life because it brings these practical things that we can actually obtain. Because sometimes the Bible can seem a little, you know, crazy at times. Like, how can I apply this to my life? But Proverbs is so simple. Proverbs is so understanding. But if we don't grasp it, we're going to be going in waves in, in different areas in our lives. Not only is the book of Proverbs, a li- uh, uh, this book of like one-liners or like these aha moments, moments, but are practical things we can use in our life as we move forward in the book of Proverbs and wisdom. See, this morning, I want to talk about a familiar verse. We all heard about this verse before. If you've been in church for like three seconds, um, you know this verse. This verse is on t-shirts. This verse is at Hobby Lobby. You probably have it at your house. You don't even know because you bought it at Hobby Lobby. Okay? It's, it's one of these verses that are on bumper stickers. You see it on different things. and You grow up. You grew up with this verse in, the, in, in your Sunday schools. Your grandparents, your parents told. They made you rem- memorize this verse to get the dollar at Sunday school. You know what I'm talking about? This or one of those verse, 
But here we have to, we can't skip over these funda- uh, foundational verses that we, we, we grew up with because we miss the essence of what it wants to speak in our life. Because I know this, familiarity is the killer of growth in your life. Familiarity is the killer of growth because we think we know already, but we need to go back sometimes to the foundational truths and the foundational word to stand on his word. Again, the verse we're going to be talking about today is Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, and this is six, and it says it like this. Let's read it. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Has everybody heard that verse before? He's, I heard it in English and in Spanish, okay? So, you know, uh, you know, it, it, we heard this verse, and we see, and it, like I said, these are one of these verses like John 3.16. You know, you know John 3.16, so you don't go back to John 3.16. You, you know the, the you know, uh, you lay me down in green pastures. You, you know those verses, but if we don't go back and learn what these verses are really telling us, we're missing so some principal truths for us to live our lives through. Isn't it, isn't it important, or what, that's what we're looking for in life at times, what path we need to be on in our life? It doesn't matter if you're 18, doesn't matter if you're 40, doesn't matter if you're 60. You're always, we're always contemplating and trying to find this path that God has for us. Whatever path that you're, that, that you're looking for, the, the concept of a path is to get you from a direction that you're in to a direction that you're going. See, that's what a path does. It brings you from the position that you're in to where you eventually want to end up. A path, by definition, is a course or direction in which a person is what? Moving. It's a movement. You're moving on this path. And and the the thing is, sometimes we feel like we're stopped in the midst of our path because there's things and obstacles that that come in the midst of the path that we're trying to walk out in 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 God's plan in our life. See, I'm here to tell you this morning, whatever path you are in, you have the ability to do two things on that path. You either are going to be moving forward or moving backwards. There's two directions on the path that we had that God has set for you. You can either move forward in that path or backwards. We're st- and the problem is sometimes it's because we can compare each other's path. I look at your path and it might be a little straighter than mine and I, and, and I question God. I I might look at your path and I think that you're crazy and I'm not. And I'm like, God, you're blessing them. Where's my blessing? We compare each other's path. But what that does, it leaves us upset. It leaves us depressed. And we put on a mask and try to be something we're not supposed to be because we're comparing paths. God has a, a path directly for you. And whatever. But the question is, what are you doing with the path that God has set before you? What are you doing with the path God set before you? Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says this. And I know all things work together for those who who love him and are called according to his purpose. Everyone has a purpose on this earth and, and God is working it for our good. But is it possible that the reason you're in the situation you're in now and the dealing with the, the uh, problems you're dealing with in your life, maybe it's, because, maybe it's because you set yourself on the wrong path. 
But what if you are honest with yourself and you take an inventory of your life? You're like, why am I dealing with all these issues? Why am I, why am I dealing with these sin issues? Why am I dealing with all these things? Maybe if we take an inventory of ourselves, maybe we have set ourselves on a path that God has never intended us to walk out. And we're stuck in the middle of this. As humans, we fall into the trap of God having a purpose in our life, but then having our own will for our life. We're in this tension always where I want to follow God's will for my life, but I also like the shiny things in life as well. We're always in this tension of I I know that God has a plan for me, but I also know what I can do to attain my plan in my life. And we're always in this tension and we find ourselves in paths and walking paths that we shouldn't be walking in our life. You know, because we compare paths and we say, you know, I'd rather take the easier path in life. I'd rather take the path that's less windy. <laughs> I wish that God would under, I wish God would tell me what's the next part of my life, but you know, I've taken the easy way out. I don't like the struggle. I don't like to, to really, I don't like to give. I don't like to serve. I, I just want to just come and nobody talk to me. You've been there before? I just want to do the minimum and expect extraordinary things it doesn't work that way if the path that God has for us there's going to be some work in that but God is setting that path for us but God is telling you this morning to get back on the path that I set for you to live on purpose for his purpose to live on purpose for his purpose see here in the book of Proverbs the writer is talking about this path that he set before us and we got to learn some things within this verse if we dissect it and break it down we got to learn some things that we can take for our life so we can and to walk out the path that God has for us the first thing that we need to learn from this verse is, is number one understanding and knowledge it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your what own understanding Understanding can be a tricky thing when you're seeking the wrong knowledge. It can be a tricky thing. Understanding can be a tricky thing when you're seeking the wrong knowledge. How how are you seeking understanding in your life? I was playing um, Switch the other day with my son. um, And um, I'm an Xbox kind of person. And I grew up on Xbox. So I know where the controllers are. Like the, you know, A, B, C, X, whatever those things are. And so, but on the Switch now, it switched it all up. I guess it's in the name, I guess, you know. So I'm playing... (laughs) <laughs> I'm playing Switch and my kid. We're playing Super Smash Brothers, and my, my son is is great at this game. I mean, he just he just kills everyone at it, you know. So I was trying to be a good dad and play. So I'm just pressing buttons, you know. When you don't know a game, you just just press all the buttons, you know. You're just pressing buttons, and he was killing me. I mean, destroying me. I think I had like two points. He had like 500 points, and he's just killing me, destroying me. And then he stops the game. He 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 pauses the game. And I'm like, what is he doing? And he gets out of the game. He goes to the settings of the, of, the, of the game. And I'm like, son, what are you doing? He says, dad, here's the instructions to the game. You can't play me until you understand how to play. And I said, well, hold up, boy. I got you that TV. <laughs> you know, I was mad. But then it, 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 it came. It, it, we're trying to play the game of life without the instructions and understanding of it. We can press buttons all day. 
We can try and try to maneuver life through our finances. We can try to maneuver life through all the things that the world can tell you what success is, but we leave empty because we don't understand the truth. And we're just pressing buttons in life, expecting just to get a win. But you feel like a failure because you're losing every time. It's because you haven't got the understanding of his word. You just got the word of his word. But when you get the understanding of who God calls you to be, and when you understand what he calls you, what he identifies you, it's a different understanding. You can play the game. You can get better. You can grow more. But you have to get to understanding in your life. You, ha- you have to understand. See, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7 says, Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Let me ask you a question this morning. Where are you gaining your understanding in your life? Because if you're getting your understanding through news and politics, you will be depressed. Fox News is not God. All right? And we know CNN, you know, whatever. But if you're getting your understanding from what you see in the news or politics, guess what? You will be depressed. If you uh, seek your understanding through your head knowledge, you will always fail. If you seek your understanding through a book, a lesson, education, relation, it will always leave you lost. But when you get to the instruction manual of your life, which is the Bible, true understanding comes into your life and you know who you are and who he is in your life. When we seek the wrong understanding, we're going to come with a wrong outcome in our life. In, in, the, in that verse, it says, your own understanding. How is your understanding? How is your mindset? How is your soul? We have to understand that in the midst of us battling our issues in life, There's a truth that we can still stand on. It doesn't matter what I am dealing with. If the Bible says what I am, that's what I am. See, in John chapter, we need his word. John chapter 17, 17, 17, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. John chapter 14, verse 6, says, Jesus said to them, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, if you get your source of understanding every, uh, if you get your source of understanding by anything but the truth, you know what you're doing? You're living a lie. If you're not getting your understanding through truth, you're living a lie. If the Bible says that you are loved, then you are loved. If the Bible says that you will have peace, guess what? You can obtain peace. If the Bible says that I'm more than a conqueror, then you are. We need to stop listening to the lies of the enemy and start living the truth that God has for us through his word. Our understanding doesn't need to come through things. Our understanding needs to come through him. I love how the message version brings Hebrew chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. It says, God means, this is what he says. It says, God means what he says. Let's stop right there. We can drop the mic. This is one of those drop the mic moments that God does. He's like, hey, I mean what I say. It says, God means what he says. And what he says goes. His word is sharp as a surgeon's scaffold, cutting through everything. Whatever doubt or defense laying you open to listen and obey. If you don't feel vulnerable to his word, you're not reading it right. 
If his word doesn't leave you open and vulnerable to be like questioning, what the heck am I thinking with? What the heck am I living? If it doesn't leave you open like you're on surgery, you're not reading it right. His word needs to challenge us. His word needs to take us from, from, from our darkness into our light. It's supposed to open us up vulnerable to his understanding in our life. His word cuts through our insecurities. His word cuts through our doubts, our fears, our stress, cuts through everything that is hindering us to get to his truth. Knowledge of his word is important in our life to the path that he has for us because it continually reminds us this, that we win and he loses. You, you, sometimes you just got to just know that you win, that you are, a, you, you are more than a conqueror. Through Christ Jesus, but you have to speak truth over your life. And the only truth that's gonna really gonna be sustained and put the foundation for your life is his word. It's his word. It's his word. Number two, acknowledgement of his authority in our life. See, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, what? Acknowledge him. We need to know who's in charge of setting our path. We, we need to know and understand his authority in my life, in our life. I notice when in my body, when I'm out of whack, when I'm out of alignment, I, 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 I understand. I, I, I used to play sports, especially hockey. I used to be a goalie. They just, bought, they just put the fat kid to big play goalie. Um, so that was me. Um, so I'm just kidding. I was just like, just block the goal. All right. That's all you got to do. But, um, but I, every time you go down, I just hurt my, I, I messed my knees up. You know, I messed my knees up. But I know when I am out of alignment, I walk a little different. I, I hurt a little different. But then when I go to the chiropractor, which I have to go every other week because I'm that old. Um, I turned 34 this year, people. All right. Over the hump. Jesus' birthday. Okay. Um, but when the chiropractor cracks me back in place. I walk different because I know that I'm out of alignment. And that's how we are in our life sometimes. We are wondering why we aren't receiving God's blessings. We, we wonder why we are, not, we are not, you know, seeing, you know, him, what we think we're not seeing him work in our life. You know, when, we, when we, we feel like everybody's against us, when we feel like there's, there's something that is blocking us from God, maybe it's not a person. Maybe it's you're out of alignment and you're trying to run your life and letting him, instead of him running your life. Maybe you're out of alignment. Let me challenge you to this morning. Are you out of alignment? Because when you're out of alignment, it don't work. When, when you don't understand his authority in our life, it doesn't work. Because in, in Matthew chapter 3, in chapter 6, verse 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all things will be added unto you. But we're out of alignment in our society. We search for the things and put God on the back burner. And we're wondering why we're not effective in this world. And we're wondering why revival's not hitting our churches. We're wondering why our, our schools are going crazy. We wonder why our politics are going crazy. Because we're out of alignment. We don't seek first him and his kingdom and his righteousness. We just want the things attributed to God. 
God, let me, let me get my blessing. Let me rub my lamp and let you bless me. But you don't want to do anything for God. You're out of alignment. You become your own God. See, that's what we need to understand in our life. It's that real. That when we don't align ourselves with his will, we become little gods to our own selves. That the resources that you think you have came from you. When the, when the, when the provision that, think, that you think you had came from the, that job, that job promotion you think you did, it, 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 that you did all you can, no, it, it came from God. Here's the reality. If God didn't want in your life, it wouldn't be there. See, some of the people are like, I want to be rich. And listen, <laughs> I want to be rich too. But here's the thing. Some people, can't, some people can't handle what they have now but expect something else. You want to be, you want to be, um, you want to be given the abundance but you can't even handle what you have now. You can't nurture what you have now. But when we are in alignment with him, we understand that he's in control of our life and that he is working our path that he has for us. We need to truly acknowledge that he's in control and that we just need to walk it out. In, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, for God has prepared beforehand. He already knows. He knows you're going to be jacked up right now. He knows that you will be running away from him at this point. But this is what he says, that he worked beforehand that we should what? Walk them out. See, your situation might be bad, uh, bad, but it's our job to get back to God. God doesn't call you. Let me free some people today because the church world has jacked us up. It says you have to be right before you get to God. Let me free you today. God's not calling you to be perfect. But he does call you to pursue him. He doesn't call you to be perfect. But he calls you to pursue him. And when you pursue him and you put him in alignment and know that you are God, you are working this thing out for my good. I, 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 might, I have to put my work into it. I have to do stuff. But I know that you're setting the path before me not to, not to push me aside. I am, not, I am not abandoned, but I know that you're working in my favor. And when you align yourself with his will, things happen in your life. And it's not a blessing for you to just to be the best thing or the richest. Maybe it's a blessing for you to be a blessing to others. See, some of us think that we have the resources and the provisions and all we have to hoard it. But maybe what God has given you as a talent or as a blessing is not really for you. You're just, the, you're just the vessel he wants to just bless for you to be a blessing to others. But you won't know that if you're not aligned to his will. All you see is you when all we got to see is him. And when we see him, he shows us who we are. We, you, we have an identity crisis in our world. We're trying to find our identity in so many other things. But when we find our identity in him, it truly identifies who we are. It's alignment in him. It's an authority in our life. And the last one, number three, is we need to have direction 
and trust in our life. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. See, one of the hardest things in life that I think for a believer is trying to find direction in your life. I mean, you can go so many ways. I mean, you go this way, it might work. <laughs> you go this way, it might not work. To find direction in your life. I think that's what we all struggle with the most. People struggle between who I am now and who I can become. And how to get there. It's direction. Sometimes I wish God from the beginning would just tell me, I don't need to know everything in my life. Just give me the highlight reel. Just give me the, the, the Instagram version. Just, just give me the, the, the versions that I, I, if I knew the highlights, I would know some of the direction or some of the decisions I should not make. But that doesn't work that way. He, he, it doesn't work that way. He just says, walk. Okay, where? Just walk. I wish life was like ESPN. See, there's, there, you know, I don't, I don't pay no $60 for no fight. I wait the next day to get the highlights. Ha <laughs> ha. I ain't spending no money on that. Because at the end of the day, you know what the outcome is. Somebody wins, somebody loses. So I just get the highlights. But life don't work that way. You don't get the highlights of your life. Matter of fact, when you're in the middle of it, sometimes you don't know that you're in the, you're, you're, you're in the lowest of lows. But what you do is... While you walk into the deep, while you walk into the unknown in life, God gives us this thing called trust and direction in our life. See, but life doesn't go that way. Our culture tells us that we need to just do, 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 do the game. But God tells us, to, hey, just trust the process. And that's hard. That's hard to trust the process. How do I know? I, I've, I've found out this thing called DoorDash in my, it, you know, I'm a DoorDash kind of person. Anybody use DoorDash before? DoorDash Postmates? You know, nobody uses DoorDash? Okay. Let me just, let me introduce you to not cooking in the world, okay? <laughs> DoorDash is this thing, this app that you can get any restaurant and they deliver to you. You know, before it was just pizza? <laughs> not anymore! You don't have to go to Chili's. Chili's comes to you, baby. You can get a molten cake in about 30 minutes. You're eating it up. This is the best thing when, it was, when we were in quarantine. Everybody DoorDash, you know? And it was just, you know, it was, it was a DoorDash. And I just hate when people, the DoorDash throws it in my front, you know. I, my door don't have COVID. Knock. I'll give it to me. Don't put it on the ground, you know? So here's the thing. DoorDash, we, you order your food. And then what instantly you start doing? Because here's, here's how dumb we are sometimes. We, we order the food when we're hungry. So we're ready to eat now. But guess what? It's 30 minutes until you get your food, okay? Hot, cold, doesn't matter, okay? I don't know about you, but I have a confession. When I order my food, the first thing I'm doing is tracking my food. Where is it at? But the reality is, they tell me when it's going to arrive. They tell me the arrival rate, but I, the arrival time, but I don't trust the arrival time. I'm on my phone be like, 
your, your order has been, uh, been, de- been delivered. I'm like, where is it? We want it quick, but we don't trust the delivery time. And that's what we do with God sometimes. The question I ask you today, do you trust God's delivery time in your life? Because you can try to manufacture it yourself. You can try to look at it and, and wait for that bank account to, 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 see, to not see zero anymore. But the reality is it is zero. But do you trust God still has you? Do you trust his provision? Do you trust his GPS for your life to get you from point A to point B and not try to mess it up in the middle? Do you trust his delivery time in your life? God's job is to put the direction. Our job is to trust his timing. His job is to to set the path. Our job is to walk it out. But we try to do the reverse. We're, we used to say, we're, we're used to saying, God, I'm going to set this path for you and just follow me in the path. It don't work that way. It don't work that way. We need to trust his timing in our life. Psalms chapter 37 verse 23 says it so perfectly. It says like this, a, the, the steps of a man is established by the Lord when he delights in his ways. The steps of a man is what established by who? The Lord. His job is to set the direction. Our job is to trust the process to get there. Even though I don't understand the direction, even though it seems hard, the end is I need to trust him and know that he's going to get me to the place I need to be at the right time, at his timing, not my timing. And knowing that he's working all things for my good, I got to trust him. I got to trust him into my life as I close. See, our hope is in Jesus, knowing that he's setting the path, the path for us, for his glory. Aren't you glad that you don't have to do this alone? That he said he'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. See, the book of Psalms, one of my favorite verses in the book of Psalms, and it talks about this path set before us. It says in Psalms chapter 119, verse 105, says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It didn't say, my, my money will get me on the path. It don't say anything. It don't say, my, my family will get me, my, my connections will get me, it will alight at my feet. No, it says, his what? His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my back. I love this verse because it emphasizes the, this, the main verse we talked about. How, how, do you, how did you do this? Imagine this. You're in a dark room. There's darkness all around. Like you can't even see your hand in front of you. Imagine that is your life. Darkness all around. You don't know if you can go left. You don't know if you can go right. You don't know if you go straight or back. It it just seems dark. It it seems an impossible situation. You've been there before. Where you tried all you can. You talked to everybody you can. You've done, you put money at it. And you just feel dark. And you feel like you're in an empty room. No direction, no hope. You just feel in darkness. 
you just feel like there's no way out. You don't know what you're going to run into. It's just darkness. But then God says in his word that he calls us out of the darkness into his marvelous, marvelous light. And let me, let me just set this picture for you. Sometimes in life, God just lights up what's in front of you. This is his light. Sometimes God only gives you what's in front of you. But God, I want to know what's out there. I want to know who I'm going to marry. <laughs> I want to know what's my next step. I want to know what, what my future holds. But God only gives you this much light. And we get mad at God that there's darkness all around. But, but, but God, I need more. But God says, his word is a lamp unto my feet. So that's telling me that I need his word to illuminate what's in front of me. I need to know what, what his said, the truth of his word, I need it to illuminate because if, if I don't have his word, I'm in darkness. He said, his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So this is what God has, has revealed to me. Whenever I walk, he reveals. Whenever I move forward, he reveals a little bit more. Whenever I move in his will and his word, he reveals more. You want to know what is for your life in the future? Look down, get into his word, and just trust the light that is in front of you. Stop looking to the right. Stop looking to the left. Stop looking for approval in others. Just look at his word. And when you trust his word, when you get the understanding from his truth and you align yourself with his will and you trust the direction for your life, whatever is lit up in front of you, God's going to bless because you're trusting him past the darkness into his marvelous light. Trust his word that he's going to get you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Trust his word, trust his direction, trust his timing for your life. You might have got this thing all messed up. You, you might have made a mistake in your life. That doesn't mean that your light is not, is, is off. Maybe you just need to light it up a little bit more. Maybe you need to get back to the source of that light to light up the path in front of you. Stop trusting what culture tells us and trust the truth that it has in front of you. And when you trust the truth, it's something that you can stand on. It's a foundation you can stand on that is not going to be shaken. A kingdom that can never be shaken, that can never be put down. You can trust his word and what he has for your life because his word is the lamp to that path that he sets before you. You're not supposed to know everything because if you knew everything, you'll mess it up. Our job is just to trust what he has in front of us and to be diligent and to do all we can to trust his direction in our life. And what he's going to do when we do that, he's going to get us from the direction we, we are to the direction we're going. It says in the Bible, from glory 
to glory to glory. It's all a process in our life. And when his light is shining in our life, it gets us from our past into our future, from our issue to our freedom, from our sickness into our healing, from our depression into our peace, from our bondage to our freedom. We need to study his word, acknowledge his authority in our life, and trust the direction and the path that God has for us. Seek first, first his kingdom, and all things will be added to them. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.